All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this fun little segment of Jocks of All Trades that we like to call Random Fandom. It's part of the uh, it's the show where we just kind of like kick back, not talk about sports as much, and just kind of talk about things like in movies, video games, pop culture that we like and that we um, like to talk about and him and haw about. Uh, today's episode, um, we get to do something really fun. We get to talk about <laughs> our um, our five, top five Marvel movies. Now, to make it somewhat interesting, we've made it our top five movies not named Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame because I feel like those are at the top of like everyone's lists. And so to add some variety, we've said, okay, just we know those are at the top. Now let's talk about top five after those are done. So uh, we are going to start at five because that's the way it works. You start at five and you go on up. Um, Brad, you seem in a fun mood right now. Well, how about <laughs> get us started? Sure. Uh, him, are you sure you don't want to go first? No, we'll go him, Haw, and then Luke. Gotcha. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have no idea what you guys were even talking about. <laughs> and then I looked down at the name tags, and I'm like, oh, this is what we're all making fun of. Okay, cool. I'll put it back. Um, yeah, you know, this is kind of hard. Um, honestly, I would say there's only a handful of uh, Marvel movies that, like, actually legitimately suck. Um, but for the most part, everything is pretty good. It's just some have, like, a slight edge more than others. So my five is actually tied. Um I'm, I'm going to be biased. Uh, so my first one of this tie is Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, banging movie. Way to take, like, some, like, we don't know who you are characters and, like, really throw them out there and make them, like, good and make us care for uh, a weird Star-Lord that I shouldn't probably care about. Um, I, I also really love... <laughs> I love Ronan as a villain. Like he's not like a oh I can sympathize with you like with Black Panther and kind of with Thanos. Like Thanos makes sense. He's just nuts. But this dude was just like I just want to murder everybody just because. I'm like cool, banging. I like some do thousands of years of creed justice upon Xandar and burn it to its core. <laughs> Uh, the second one, I think it's more because it's memeable, more than it was okay, like. Is this, is this your four? Is this your four or tied? Tied for five. Okay. Okay. Uh, You've okay. already listed one. I want to go to um, Ham or Haw, whichever one you went. You, Kyle is identifying as now, and then right, I'll so do my five, and then we'll go back to. Okay. Rad. So Guardians one and two are tied at your five. No, no, Guardians 1 is tied at my 5. I have one more that's tied at my 5. Yeah, and they'll count as his 4. But he's basically giving, letting them be tied. So Wait, so do you, have six, do you have 6 total movies in your top Oh, he has five? 6 total, well then... Okay, yeah, well then what's your other, what's your other one? the rules at this point, but sure. I couldn't help it. I couldn't pick one. So <laughs> the second half of my 5 
I think it's more because it's memeable more than it was just like, wow. Uh, Black Widow. I actually really liked Black Widow. Uh, mainly for David Harbour. Holy crap, that was funny. Finley. We're all big together. Uh, my girls. My girls. My girls. My girls. It's like a really terrible group. Uh, anyways, uh, but you know what? Like for a standalone Black Widow, I wasn't sure what they were going to do. I didn't know if we were going to get an origin movie. I didn't know if somehow she's still alive. Like I didn't know what we were going to get. But you know what? I wasn't upset with what we got. It was cool to kind of see like where the Widows came from and her backstory and like how her Good villain too, I thought. Met. I liked how her and Hawkeye met, like how they put that in there. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I thought uh, you said I liked how him and Haw. I honestly thought that's what you said. And I was like, what? No. Um, but all around, like, I think I also enjoyed the after credits of setting up, like, the Dark Avengers. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like those both kind of equally. Like, I could sit down and watch either one and be happy, but they're not my, like, dang, I could watch this everyday Marvel movie. Gotcha. Legit. Legit. Um, Kyle, lay it on us. Uh, number five for me is going to be Captain America Civil War. Um, I love – is this – okay, well, I'll just go. Uh, it's one of my favorite Marvel movies because it kind of – it continues Winter Soldier, which I'll mention later. Um, and it's kind of the first one for me that – it's just like, wow, there's so many people here. Like, I get the Age of Ultron had a lot of people, Avengers, but Civil War literally had everybody, and this was kind of before, you know, Infinity War, before Endgame. This is kind of like a mini Infinity War for me. Um, I love Daniel Brühl as, as Zemo, even though I don't think the villain was the greatest. I just like his acting in it. it. It introduced Black Panther to us. I mean, Vision and Scarlet Witch, it showed a little bit of them. And just Captain America, to me, is just one of my favorite superheroes. He was always so lame to me, but like I think this one, as well as Winter Soldier, we'll talk about later, is just the continuation of his character and um, just kind of how BA he kind of became. Um, I love Civil War. Um, Spider-Man was introduced in it too, and just the comedic timing with Ant-Man and that whole big battle scene. Um, and then just how- Orange slices. Anybody have any orange slices, yeah. And then just the, the twist at the end too, you know, um i love the music to it um i think the the soundtrack's really good as well um yeah i just it's number five for a lot of reasons um it just while it why it isn't higher is just because it didn't hit every emotional beat for me like some of the other movies on my list that were higher like it just kind of tugged at my emotions a little bit more than than this one did so yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree, and we'll come, we'll come back to Civil War later. Uh, for me, my number five, me, I, I had a hard time down uh, when down this far because there are so many, but ultimately, I have to give uh, number five to Thor Ragnarok. I thought that that movie was number one, simply hysterical. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum in that movie is, is peak Jeff Goldblum. Sparkles. Uh, I don't like that word. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Slaves. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. He, he was fabulous in that movie as like comic relief kind of thing. Um, we, saw, we, we got to see 
um, a bit more of Thor's character, which um, they I think they did very, very well in Ragnarok. I think they actually um, expanded his character better in Ragnarok than they did even in Endgame. Um, and I love what they did with Loki, again, expanding on the relationship of the brothers and setting up really why Loki would make a sacrifice like what he did at the beginning of Infinity War. I thought that that was a good, um, a, a very good character development in that movie of specifically Loki. And just, just, just the outright craziness. Kate Blanchett as a villain, that was something that I didn't know I needed also. Uh, she did a very, very good job with that. And then just um, how Thor became OP at the end was also very, very good. So I really liked Thor Ragnarok, and that will that's my number five. Uh, Brad, do you want to give us your number four? Whatever you are, whatever you've done, surrender now, show you no mercy. <laughs> Brad, you always quote that, weren't you quoting now? Come on. Come on, do it. What is it? Whoever you are or whatever you've done first. Whoever you are. I guess whoever you are. Whoever you are. Whatever you've done. <laughs> I can't. That hurts my throat. Just for everyone watching, um, I don't control these two, so bear with me. Um, number four was outside of Endgame, one of my favorites to go see in the movies because nobody know, knew what to expect. Um, I mean, yeah, he was a founding member of the Avengers, but like the MCU was like, eh, we don't really care about you. We're going to take your second iteration, which would be Ant-Man. Uh, I loved Ant-Man. Ant-Man was hilarious. Um, I will never get over it. And I wish I could remember the name of this actor every time, but I need him just to come and narrate my life every time I'm trying I'm like to tell a story. Yes. Um, yes. something between him and Baba Yaga. I need him Baba to... Yaga. Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man. <laughs> Polka Dot Man, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> both of them are killer. Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd. Like, you just can't beat Paul Rudd. Um, Michael Douglas is what? a great man next to Paul Rudd. He's hilarious. Yes. Uh, you know what? I really liked the villain, too. Like, really clever nice to use the shrinking technology and like i don't know he was just wacky and like cruel and i was like i want to see wacky funny paul red just paul rudd just beat the crap out of him uh so and that's what he, he might got. be back too yeah which would be really cool um but yeah i just i have to put it there like the comedy was there for me um but i was invested because like it was a good story like it was a redemption story and we all are suckers for that so amen yeah I'll the, put relationship amen with his daughter. the relationship with his daughter yeah too. that's really good it's underrated um and i think uh evangeline lily as wasp is actually like really awesome too especially in the all i'm thinking of is ant-man and the wasp when you say his daughter why are you taking my daddy away well, you see, and then gives like this long explanation. <laughs> That's why I, I love what WandaVision did with Jimmy Woo. I think yeah. that it's, and there were so many callbacks to Ant Man and the Wasp within that show. That I'm just like, 
Well done, Marvel. Well See, done. I like the second Ant-Man better than the first one. Interesting. Me. Interesting. I just, because Wasp is just, you know, more evolved. And I think the humor is a little bit better. I don't yes. know. I just, but the villains sucked. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't really care. Yeah. yeah. Right you're, really, it's like with movies, superhero films, it's like you're only as good as your villain. And so yeah. I think the villain definitely in the first one was better than the second one. Anywho, uh, Kyle, what's your number four? Uh, my number four I'm is number three. No, my number four is the devil's anus. That's what my number four is. <laughs> you have Ragnarok that low? Low? That's at number four. What? Oh, is that low? Uh, he had a, Luke had his at five. Why didn't you complain to him? <laughs> yeah, but he's uncultured. I didn't expect that from you. <laughs> no, dude, I, I love Thor Ragnarok. It's just like, I liked Thor. Thor, the Dark World was just a little bit of a stinker for me. Um, and this one just like absolutely nails his character. Uh, Chris Hemsworth makes, makes it his own. Um, he evolves it, obviously, with Hulk in it. The humor, it was just so, like, it was laugh out loud funny um, to me. And I didn't expect that. And I think that's what, why I set my number four for me is, like, it just, like, I didn't see it coming. Um, I do like Kate Blanchett. I just didn't think she was the best villain. It's probably why it wasn't, like, higher to me. Um, again, Jeff Goldblum. The, I thought Valkyrie was cool. Uh, just so many, like, and Korg and Meek. Like, it was just all, like, so... Yes so marvel to me but like it worked and hey man you could almost <laughs> say it was marvelous yeah it was just it was just so good to me um and then bruce banner just falling on the rainbow bridge or you know i mean the, just there's just so many like funny quirky moments in it that just absolutely works for me um but it's just again just the why it wasn't higher for me i think number one the villain and number two, it was just like wasn't perfect. I don't think. Can I tell you why it wasn't perfect? No, it's just kind of one of those feelings that I have, but still like a movie that I would watch over and over again. So, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, um, my number four. I'm going to come to uh, another one of the group movies, Age of Ultron. I thought. Um, I thought. No. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! We have controversy. <laughs> okay wow I, I i will say i did not expect that reaction but look you have the introduction of the maximoff twins you had ultron which is basically a it's, called, it's, called, it's called age of ultron he lasted day <laughs> yeah. Day of Ultron. The age was two weeks. I will say that. I will say that. But I, it's like you have the um, the or, the origin story of the Maximoff twins, which I think was actually done very, very well. Um, you just and you have the second time you have a lot of conflict going on between the team again. So I, I think it, and it also served to set up the conflict in Civil War very, very well. And I thought Ultron as a villain, I mean, yes, he could have been better. But I do believe just some of the things that they did in that movie uh, were done very, very well. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Luke, you 
have done something amazing for this show. Um, I now am introducing a new segment called Scandalous Takes with <laughs> So if you say anything sussy, we're going to put that up there. I'm the one running this show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was sus. Brad takes over the technology ever again. So we'll call it, you know, takes with Luke that get hacked. So. Fine. I'll change it to sus takes with Luke. That's shorter and quicker. All right, Brad, save us with your number three. All right. No, no. All right. All right. So, Brad, what, what, what's – all right, yeah, what's your number three? Um, shocker, it is the newest movie, uh, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings is my number three. Already? I, like I, need, I need more, I need more viewings. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was good. It was a good culmination of let's bring the weird that Dr. Strange brought in. Yeah. And the, you're kind of a nobody. Like, what are you going to do as like a superhero? And it was really good. Granted that really one kind of too easy. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, I see you. Uh, but also, I don't own Dingus. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, uh, no, I, I really did like it. Um, the humor was really on point for me, which I did not expect with that. I did not think that was going to be funny, um, especially having having um, the Mandarin return was hilarious. Um, I believe that my um, spirit animal is. Um, oh no! I just said Morris. Morris. Thank you. Morris is my spirit animal. Uh, I don't know. I really, 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 really liked it. I want to see it like five more times. Yeah, I think it was probably the best intro to a superhero character, like standalone movie, since yeah. Iron Man. I think. Um, I agree with that. I, I agree with it. It's not, my, it it's not in my top. I'm not saying it's as good as Iron Man. I'm just saying I think it's the best since that. Like, if you, if you think about it, was Thor as good as Shang-Chi? No. Was the first Captain America? Like, probably not. You know what I mean? Like, a hundred percent disagree. All right. Well, that's my number, my number three. My number three <laughs> is uh, it's Iron Man. Um, Iron Man's one of those perfect movies. It started the MCU. Um, it's still rewatchable. Listen, uh, Tony Stark yeah. built this oh, in a cave. Yeah, <laughs> meanable, and he is kind of a not the greatest villain. He's just Iron Man, but beefier. But still, like that performance by Robert Downey Jr. just changed everything for me. And it's still one of those movies that is it formulaic in a sense. Yes, there's a there's a guy that we dislike, and he becomes a hero now. People love him, but it's just like. It's so perfect to me that it's it, it's really rewatchable. It sets up everything, um, and like they were never able to like capture just that standalone, just like perfect entry. I think, um, even though the rest of the movies are really incredible, um, it just really set up everything for me. And I think it's one of the most rewatchable movies that the MCU has. So it's my number three. Okay. 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 I, I I I get I get Kyle's more. However, when you say Shang Chi is probably is the best origin movie that we've seen since Iron Man, I, I got to give my man Cap a little bit more credit. Anyway, going back to my number three. Uh, my number three is speaking of my man Cap, uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. 
Okay, I agree with you. Good job. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Okay, I, I, I appreciate your value. You're back in my good graces now. You can, <laughs> you can have the floor. No, That's no, good. but seriously, uh, Captain America. I mean, there, there are. It, it's like one of it's. It blends the genres of like buddy cop and spy thriller very, very well. And, you know, you for people who aren't familiar with, you know, the Marvel's, Marvel Universe and who exactly Bucky Barnes was, I'm sure seeing him back when you first get that face reveal in Winter Soldier was like, they were all like, what the heck? Um, so I think that was done very well, faking... Um, Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury's character, was a very good, was a very good. <laughs> Dad gum it, Brad. Dad gum it. <laughs> um, I think, so I just think all of the things worked very, very well in Winter Soldier. And it is solidly at my number three. So um, now that we're, you know, now that I'm back in the good graces in, on my basically what is my own show i'm gonna turn it back over to brad and be like yo man what's your number two so my number two both of you uncultured swine put at the bottom of your top five <laughs> at the bottom these are all good movies i'm <laughs> sorry thor ragnarok was like the changing point in the mcu like they took a character that was Boring as crap. Uh, I would say Guardians early. of the I would say Guardians of the Galaxy was the changing point of Okay, movies. I'll agree with that because that did set up the space stuff if with Ragnarok. So help me if so you yes, say Thor was boring before Ragnarok, I'm gonna The second one was for sure. The second one Thor died in the Dark World. Nobody cared about Thor after no, that. That was no. I agree with you. He Thor was, was that movie comparatively to Thor Ragnarok was just like not even close. Ragnarok said, and this is what Taika said, I want to give a better outlook to what Thor's personality is. And holy crap, they nailed it. Um, Ragnarok is so funny to me for the reasons that you guys listed. I'll go back to it a thousand times. Hey, man, uh, want to start a revolution, but no one showed up. Uh, like It's my birthday. <laughs> Taika showed up in that piss-off ghost. Uh, let's see. What else was like really good? My gosh, like if you want to talk about a memeable villain that was just so funny, I have to talk about Jeff Goldblum. Yes, I'm obsessed with Jeff Goldblum. I'm fine with it. I've accepted it at this point in my life. Uh, but no, we don't <laughs> use the S word. Where are you from? I'm sorry, the prisoners with jobs have escaped. Asperg? No, Asgard. Whenever you want to get back to Ass Place, Asperg. Asgard. Or Thunder? God Thunder. Uh, I don't know about God of Thunder, but I did see some sparks there. Sparkles. Hmm. Oh, just He was just funny. Oh, my favorite. It's my birthday. <laughs> my per uh, my I'm happy he's is, coming back. We know each other. He's a friend from work. <laughs> see, look, look, that was one of my favorite parts, too, because that is the closest we are ever going to get to Planet Hulk and World War Hulk, and I'll take it. It's fine. I like the Hulk that doesn't care and goes, me beat you up now. We <laughs> friends. Oh, uh, yeah. You like a, a small fire Hulk, like big, roaring. <laughs> I just I loved it. There was nothing about Ragnarok not to like. I will say the one dent that puts it at two and not one for me. Hella was boring. How Hella was boring. 
she won too easy. Yeah, I don't like, think she was. We've never heard of shows up and kills Odin and literally everybody, and then they beat her randomly. Like they, and, but that's the thing, they didn't beat her. They True. unleashed sure. Ragnarok sure. and had a yes. massive, unbeatable OP demon take care of her. That would be Surtur. Surtur, yes. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my number two. Um, hate you both for not having it higher, but at least you have it on your top five, so I can't be mad. Go ahead. Uh, my number two is Winter Soldier. Uh, thank you, Luke, for putting it at three. Um, I just think, like you said, the spy aspect of it, um, Captain America just being like so much better than the first one. He was lame in the Avengers. You know how lame he was? Look back at the Avengers. Even Age of Ultron. He was much more lame in those than he was in Winter Soldier and Civil War and then on. I have a theory. I have a theory about that, too, because it wasn't personal for Steve, and then it was in Winter Soldier. Yeah, it was personal for, for him. Obviously, the villain in it, I liked um, Robert Redford's character as, as the villain, as the guy behind Hydra in that sense, but also Bucky. Like, it's a personal um connection to the hero that's the villain in it and that's really good it plays off well the emotion behind captain america why he does those things um seeing peggy as an old you know 90 year old woman and, and that whole conversation when that happened the introduction of the falcon like i think that was um scarlett johansson's scarlett johansson's like best performance as black widow like i think that was besides the movie black widow it um like it was that was just so well done. The elevator scene that's one of the best scenes in all the Marvel movies. That's insane. And then, like, and then it, it got a callback too. That was great. Got a callback, a really fantastic one that I appreciated in the theaters. So good. Um, so, all those reasons I think is uh, it's, it's my number two. It's one that I, again, these movies for me that are in the top five, they're all very rewatchable to me that I've watched countless, countless times. And Winter Soldier is probably my. Uh, we've been Endgame and Infinity War is probably my my second most viewed Marvel movie uh, for sure. I can't get enough of it. Um, and just the whole scene at the end when he doesn't want to like, you know, kill Bucky. Like, no, you're my friend. Like, there's just so much emotion to it that I understand. To the line. You know, yeah, with to the end of the line. It's just it's just so good for me. Um, with these movies, like emotion plays a big part in it for me. Like, and how I feel in it and, and how I can relate. And so I relate to that movie quite a bit. And um, we've, I've always been searching for a good Superman. Um, you know, the Christopher Reeves ones back in, you know, whenever that was, like those are old and those were good. Like the first one was anyway, but like uh, Man of Steel was kind of okay to me. So like Captain America for me is just like kind of my Superman, um, just a regular human guy, but has a little bit of, you know, higher abilities, but that's just like a guy that you can like, put your hat on, put your cap on and like, you know, just trust him as like a really good uh, superhero, but also a good person. So I think that just kind of hit the nail on the head with Winter Soldier. So Yeah, yeah, no. Now, just, just so you all know, I debated on whether or not to put for uh, Captain America First Avenger in my top five. That was a hard question for me. Oh gosh, you didn't. But he's number six. <laughs> it was probably number six. Um May, my number two, um, I have to give it to Civil War. I think that that is a fabulous movie. It dove a ton, I think, into um, Steve's character 
that he's not that it shows goes back to what the first Captain America movie was when Erskine said, "You're not just a good soldier; you're a good man," and that's what we saw on display in Civil War. Being a good soldier would have been to follow orders, follow protocol, submit to the um, Sokovia Accords, but he didn't do that. He says we need to have the freedom and the authority to choose where we get involved. And even, and it was, you know, even with, even if no one was going to stand with him, that's what he was going to do. He was going to stand like a tree. And um, I, I think the conflict between um, Tony Stark and Cap was done very, very well. Uh, The introduction of Spider-Man, Black Panther, uh, all of these new characters did really, really, I think they did very well. I was pleasantly shocked to see that they reintroduced Zemo and um, Captain uh, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier in the tele, in the Disney Plus series. Because I, I liked his character in Civil War. I don't think he was the best of villains, but I thought he was a very interesting character. And I'm glad they brought him back. Um, and so I, I really liked Civil War. And I think it was a great temporary send-off for Steve's character because we don't see him for a while. We don't see him again until Infinity War. So I think that it was it was done very, very well, and it's one of my favorites. Yep. All right. We are down to the number ones. Brad, kick us off. All right. I'm going to upset both of you because Winter Soldier does not crack my top five. Um, it's in my top. But see, it's in my top 10, but we didn't do top 10. We did top five. Um, However, my number one, Kyle will probably know this if Kyle remembers things about our childhood, uh, with my favorite Marvel superhero being Spider-Man. Spider-Man Far From Home is my absolute banging behind, like, Endgame and Infinity War absolute favorite. Mysterio, Mysterio is one of my favorite villains in the comics. And holy crap, did he get an introduction into the MCU. I still go back and watch that freaking illusion scenes where he yeah, just good. for them. Holy crap. Like Come if on, you want to <laughs> get into one of those spots as a superhero where you just feel screwed, that is the perfect it reminded me of one of my favorite things about um the amazing Spider-Man movies, which were not great, but one of the things that I liked was the lizard kicked the crap out of Spider-Man. Like, you legitimately thought, oh my gosh, he might lose. It wasn't one of those, man, he's just going to win. So I liked the fact that he had to keep fighting Mysterio and finding a new way to, like, beat him. Um, I did enjoy also that Mysterio and everybody that joined Mysterio are all spurned and are all the fault directly of Tony Stark. I was like, I like that. And Jake Gyllenhaal is just so good. Like, that now yes. I want to be Stark, so now I have to put away all of Stark's dirty laundry that he yeah. never wanted. You know what I mean? So, uh, great movie. Um, I, I just love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. It's funny. It's quotable. It's a good movie. Um, almost put Homecoming there, but I do like Far From Home better than Homecoming. All right. All right. Yeah, that's my number six for sure. Um, All right, Kyle. Uh, my, my number one is Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, that's been my favorite movie for uh, as soon as it came out. I know you're like, that's crazy, but like, 
in terms of well, looks like that. I know Brad, you're a little bit more yeah, just sane a little, just a little when it comes to um, no, like when you first heard about Guardians of the Galaxy, you're like uh, a tree, a raccoon. That's that's not gonna work. And that became instantly people's like some of their favorite characters. Chris Pratt as Star Lords. I mean, Chris yes. Pratt, Chris Pratt, he's my favorite actors. Um, and he, it also is very memeable, quotable. Um, I've watched it. I don't know how many times I've lost count. It, it's definitely my most rewatchable Marvel movie. Um, yeah, Chris Pratt. Uh, the humor, the humor in it is crazy good. Um, of all the characters. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two didn't quite live up to me because, like, Drax in the first one was very much like how Drax supposed to be. The second one, he was just more of like a jokey jokester, and like you know, he didn't really do much in terms of uh, you know uh, being like a real threat. Um, it's just it's a perfect movie to me. The emotion behind it too, with what he does with his um, you know with his mom losing his mom, not having a dad. Um, and then like Gamora, you know, her father's insane person. Drax lost all of his, all of his family. Rocket was you know, experimented on just like, you know, everybody's background in terms of like the main heroes, like they have something to fight for. And it's, it's a movie about family really, which I, you know, kind of gravitate towards. So the emotion behind it, the humor behind it, I think it's one of the funniest Marvel movies. Um, and just how it set up everything. In terms of you know outer space with Marvel, and how it really I think I think it changed the game because it showed that they can take literally any character and make it like a good movie. You know what I mean? If you can make a tree and raccoon into funny characters and like so, so I think number one. It's true. All right, all right. Well, I guess I wrap us up, and uh, I'm gonna wrap us up with um, the first time they teamed up. I'm wrapping us up with Avengers, the original Avengers movie. I, <laughs> we need to find a way that I can be in control of the technology for this show. But, um, but no, I think, um, I think like that's the first time outside of like um, cut end credit scenes where you saw uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. He, kicked that character out of the ballpark. He was excellent. You saw Loki, Tom Hiddleston, really come into his own for that character, even if he didn't um, in the first Thor movie. His character, and then just the teaming up of the Avengers, and again, you have the, at the very start, you have Steve Rogers and Tony Stark butting heads, and even then, you're either Team Tony or you're Team Steve. Even you're you're already starting to think in that, those terms. And me, out of the gate, I was already Team Steve. Um, but no, so then the conflict that happened, and then that end of credit scene where you see Thanos turn and smile, and you like going at the very beginning. You're like, oh no, who's that? Who's that? And you really don't really get an answer to it until almost the very end of the infinity saga. So I, it's, it's almost where it all started for me. And I, I really enjoy it. I go back and watch that movie again and again, and I love it a ton. All right. 
this is going to wrap us up. Thank you so much for watching us all. This has been Random Fandom, also known as Scandalous Takes with Luke. Also known as Age of Ultron. <laughs> we can talk about that. Shang-Chi, I don't believe, belongs in the top five. Either, I think. That's more than... <laughs> more than, yeah, thank you. You know what? You know what? Just for kicks and giggles, the next time we do this, I'm going to make sure Iron Man 3 is in the top five. <laughs> Just to frustrate you guys. But uh, anywho, thank you so much, y'all, for being with us. Again, this has been Random Fandom, where we just get the kickback and uh, him and haw about um, our, some of our favorite things. I uh, hope you can join us again next week, and we will see you guys very, very soon. Bye.